it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville. Good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. It's Friday! Yay! Not only that, it's fake news Friday. Oh, that fake news. Which means uh, we're going to be giving away uh, one of our one of our really coveted News 104.5 uh, WOKV. And I know they're coveted because I took a mark and I wrote coveted on the bottom. Um, so, you know, that proves it. That proves it right there. Not only, though, is it Friday today. It's the Friday before St. Patrick's Day. And uh, since I don't work on Saturday, which in St. Patrick's Day falls on this year, I decided to celebrate this morning. So I'm wearing a green beaded tie, which is traditional Irish garb for, uh, you know, for Irish, uh, you know, people to wear. And all, you can't see it, though, because it's on the radio, so just trust me. Also, uh, I've been drinking heavily this morning. Had some Bailey's Irish cream, a couple of Guinnesses, so we're all good to... And we have the Irish music, as you can hear, which we will play periodically uh, throughout the show to remind you that it is the day before the day that Americans all pretend to be Irish. <laughs> even, even, even people, you know, everyone will always say something like, you know, I've got a little Irish blood in me, which I think it would be a great name for a beer. You come up with, like, a beer, and you call it Irish blood, and then if you you drink it, you can tell them, "Ah, oh, I got a little Irish blood in me." I got, of course. Are you Irish? Yeah, I got some Irish blood in me, about about uh, you know twelve ounces or so. Anyway, that if you want to get in today and, and you know talk about Irish people or anything else, uh, the number is three four zero one zero four five. Also, we have this fantastic feature on our mobile app. And what it is, is it allows you to send a message to us. It's called the open mic. You go to iTunes, you go to the Google Play Store, download the News 104.5 WOKV app, and you can send an open mic message. We had a lot of traffic messages, like a lot. A lot of traffic messages. Also, uh, people will, you know, will like to complain about things and and not and not be interrupted by the host. So it's a great way to do that. You have 30 seconds to just, you know, ramble on uninterrupted by us. Uh, or if you want to, you know, send some compliments. Uh, we don't get nearly as many of those as we'd like, but that, you know, it's anything at all you want to do. It's your app. It's your open mic. It's your voice. It's your opportunity uh, to take advantage. Speaking of taking advantage, man, there's something that a lot of people are taking advantage of. And by people, I mean basically businesses. Um, you know, yesterday we talked about Toys R Us filing for bankruptcy, closing all their stores nationwide. Well, after just a couple hours after news of that broke, Southeastern Grocers, which is the parent company, the owners of Winn-Dixie stores, very popular around the South, they also announced that they're filing bankruptcy and they're closing a bunch of stores in Florida and Georgia and they're closing four here. That was my bad. They're closing four here in, in uh, the Jacksonville area as well. One of them, by the way, is right near uh, Bay Meadows and Southside. Bay Me that Winn-Dixie at Bay Meadows and Southside is going to be closed, which I'm going to be honest, that's my hood. All right. That's my stomping ground. That's where that's like, you know, that's my my territory. And I'm not shocked. In fact, I'm a little shocked that that store remained open as long as it has. It's not a surprise to me or anyone in the area that that store is going to be closing, because if you're not familiar with it, it is back in this very difficult to navigate shopping center. It's not even visible from the road. If you're driving down either Southside Boulevard or Bay Meadows or even Old Bay Meadows, you can barely even tell that there's a window because they've built up all they built, like a Jimmy John's right in front of it and a Panda Express and all these, you know, so it's tough to see. 
And then when you get in there, it's kind of small and it's kind of old and they've tried to upgrade it. And, it, you know, also in the shopping center is a huge public store, which is right there on the road. So it's kind of a weird place to stick this Winn-Dixie, and it's going to be closing. Uh, also, about two years ago, maybe a year, maybe two years ago, they went ahead and opened a brand spanking new mega Winn-Dixie store, like a mile away on Bay Meadows and 295. They literally said, hey, you know what, we're going to open this other store, which I can't, you know, I imagine had to have helped aid in the choking of this other store uh, into nothing. And that store is amazing, by the way. They've got prepared foods. They've got a hot wing bar. Like, if you want hot wings or uh, buffalo wings at any time of day, it's there, ready for you. Sushi. They have a beer and wine selection that you would not believe. They sell, like, uh, you know, artisan bread, which is basically regular bread, only in fancier packaging. Uh, organic salami. They've got cheeses from all over the world. They have, on Fridays, which is today, actually, at 5 o'clock when you go in there, I kid you not, there's samples everywhere, like it's a Whole Foods, and they hire a, a band. There's like a, sometimes it's just a guy with a guitar, but they, he's singing Jimmy Buffett songs. One time they had like a mariachi band. They have wine tastings every Friday. I mean, it's no wonder that store's thriving and the other hidden Winn-Dixie that you need to, you know, you need like a secret code to get to is going to be, uh, is going to be shut down. But it all goes, it's all part of something that Fox, uh, business calls the retail apocalypse. You look at Toys R Us. You look at these Winn-Dixie stores. You look at, in fact, I let me pull up this article because they went through, Fox Business went through and found 23 retail locations, 23 retail stores that are that are shutting down or 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 you know I guess scaling down this year. And they're big names. Uh, for example, what is Aerosoles? Remember Aerosoles, those comfy shoes that the women would play basketball in. They look like they're pumps or they look like they're fancy going to work shoes, but then they they're comfortable enough to. I don't know, enter the NCAA tournament or something. Uh, they've significantly reduced their stores. BCBG, the children's place. And if you have kids, you know that there's very few quality children's clothing stores left at the mall. And the children's place announced that they're, sh they're shutting down. And they're going to close, like, I think all of their stores by 2020. And they're going to move where? They're going to move online to digital com uh, commerce. CVS also announced it's going to be closing a ton of stores just because they say, look, we got to streamline. There's not as much need as there used to be. Foot Locker, Guess, Gymboree is another one. The Gymboree at the Avenues Mall is closed. Uh, J. Crew, J.C. Penney, all these huge retail outlets. Macy's, Michael Kors, which I always loved when people bought Michael Kors stuff because he put his initials on it, M.K., and I'd always look at people and say, oh, you have my watch or, oh, you have my purse. And then they would look at me like I was a weirdo. Uh, Radio Shack, remember Radio Shack growing up? Man, there was nothing more exciting. There's, and this is kind of reminiscent of Toys R Us. There was nothing more exciting than going to the mall around Christmas time and walking by the Radio Shack store. Because when I was a kid, Radio Shack sold, they were, they're like one of the only places you could get RC cars. And my parents never got me one because I don't think they liked me. But they had them in this, in, and you could go and you could play with them. And they had all these crazy computers before computers were cool. And you would walk in there and it just seemed like this. Really amazing hotbed of activity. And every time I touch something, the guy behind the counter would say, hey, kid, stop touching that. You're going to break it. And it was one of the best experiences that I remember. It's one of my best memories growing up. And Radio Shack, of course, uh, shut down, reopened, and now they're shutting down again. Um, what else? Sears, Kmart, all of these big brands. And the big reason that, that everyone's blaming for this retail apocalypse is, of course, the ease and the convenience of shopping online. 
Amazon.com, Walmart, Target, all of these stores have grasped the importance of making it easy for consumers to shop online, even Best Buy. Best Buy, I went into Best Buy, I needed a camera, I was going someplace and my camera broke and I was like getting on a plane in four hours and I was like, I need a camera because, well, my job a lot of times is to shoot video and, and take pictures and, and put it on Facebook. So I roll into the Best Buy on the way to the airport and I go, where are your cameras? And they pointed me to the camera section, there were three. There were three cameras. Last time I went to a Best Buy to buy a camera, there were probably, I want to say close to, close to 50 Close to 50 different cameras, and there were three on display. And I looked at that, and I go, wait, where are all the kids? These are, there's three cameras here. One of them is $2,000. One of them is not the camera that I want. And the other one, I don't even think I would give to my kid. She goes, well, we don't really sell a lot of cameras in the store anymore. We sell most of them online. People tend to go online. I was like, right, but I'm, I need a camera, like, in a pinch, which I guess not a lot of, it's not like, a, you know, people don't really need camera it's not like allergy medicine where you start seizing and you need to get that allergy medicine or uh or beer or anything that you, that you need instantly so she goes yeah just be, just go online we have our whole and and that's part of the trend that the smarter more nimble and more i guess you know uh, forward thinking retail out shopping outlets have done walmart is in a head-to-head competition with amazon Target is in a head-to-head competition with Walmart. They're offering discounts if you shop online. They're offering you all sorts of benefits. Uh, they're delivering right to the store or right to your door. And how convenient is that? To be able to buy something online and not have to go anywhere? That's the convenience. The fact that UPS and 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 FedEx and the, even the United States Postal Service have all upped their game and partnered with Amazon – and Amazon has found out a way that of look, we're going to charge you seventy bucks a year or eighty bucks a year. I don't even know what it. Maybe like a hundred bucks a year, and you just get free shipping on everything. That not only is an incredible deal, but it also entices you to ship more stuff to your house. Because if I know I'm getting free shipping on everything, I'm shipping everything to my house, and I do. When I run out of shaving cream, I don't go to the store. I go on my phone. I go to Amazon, and I order shaving cream, and I get three bottles delivered to my house within a day or two. Which is fine because I don't grow a lot of facial hair, so I can go a day or two without shaving. In fact, I haven't shaved really since Tuesday, and I probably won't till at least Sunday, uh, right before church. Uh, you don't need to know my you don't need to know my personal shaving schedule. That's not why you're here. But the fact of the matter is, when you look at what's happening, it's the it is a lot of the online retailers and the convenience because there are still going to be brick and mortar stores. There are still being uh, brick-and-mortar stores being built, but if you'll notice, they're not retail locations anymore. And a great example of this is the St. John's Town Center. That whole new strip of the St. John's Town Center, the one that they built across the street, if you drive down there, you could probably count the number of retail stores on one hand. Every building, ever there's like five retail locations, and every other building there is a restaurant. And I'll tell you why that is here in just a minute. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. This is the Mark K Show. You're listening to News 1045 WOKB. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K 
show. Happy day before St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day Eve, I guess. But don't forget to hang up your St. Patrick's Day stockings tonight and leave uh, leave cookies and beer for St. Patty's Day Claus. Uh, or some lepre- I don't know, leprechauns. I don't even know who comes tonight. Uh, but anyway, I hope you're having a great day. And, uh, you know, it, what a week we've had. God, this week has been jam-packed with all sorts of really uh, fantastic news, but also some sad stuff, like Toys R Us. In fact, my wife on her Facebook page wrote a big post about how, you know, Toys R Us is it, it, not being able to take the kids there and, you know, being being grateful for having memories, not just as a kid herself going to Toys R Us, but taking our own children there and seeing their eyes light up when they're like, whoa, look at all these toys that our parents are going to buy us. I mean, it was really a fantastic rite of passage and and something that that kids are going to miss because, it, you know, our kids buy toys online, too. If they get a gift card from grandma or grandpa or some money from their uncles and their aunts, we, you know, we'll go we'll go on Amazon. We'll go online. We'll be like, all right, what do you want? And they'll search and they'll find something and we'll order it and it'll come in the mail. And the, the, it's so funny seeing the UPS truck is almost as exciting for my kids now as it was walking into the Toys R Us. Well, unless it's that guy, you know, you know the Amazon driver. Who, well, we won't get into that again. Uh, but and, and that's kind of the new that's kind of the new way things are done. And we were talking about the the retail apocalypse, as Fox Business calls it. And it is kind of something that you can see uh, not just in stores that are closing, but stores that are opening. And the St. John's Town Center, which is the hub of shopping for the Jacksonville area, for Duval County. If you look at the new part that they just built and you drive from one end of it to the other, you will see, I know there's a big golf store there. I know Best Buy moved to that side. There's a Hobby Lobby that they put in there. But if you if you look at it, really, there's very few retail stores opening and there's a ton, a ton of restaurants. In fact, every other building is a restaurant. There's a there's a Brazilian barbecue joint. There's a Red Robin that opened up there. There's a Chewy's Mexican restaurant. There's uh, some other wood-fired place. There's a Taco Bell. Every single spot is filled by a restaurant, and every single restaurant is full. There's a PDQ on the corner. It just seems like every time a building goes up, you can put like 75% of the, of, of the time, it's going to be a new restaurant, a new place to eat. Because while people don't have to go out shopping anymore for shoes, while people don't have to go to the record store to get music, while people don't have to go out to, uh, you know, to the, to even to a, a boutique to buy clothing. They can have it all delivered to their house. They can shop conveniently on their couch or in their bathroom like I do. They can do anything they want from their phone or their computer and it's delivered within sometimes hours. But often just a day or two. I mean, the convenience and the affordability, forget about it. It's it's economy of time, not just economy of money. It used to be people used to drive to the mall and take a whole day. They would spend the entire day. They would go to the food court for lunch. They would shop longer. They would have dinner. They would maybe go to a movie and then they would head back home. And it was an entire day of your life. And now nobody has time for that. Even the restaurants, even though they're building all these restaurants, look at how many restaurants have realized sometimes people don't just want to leave, don't want to leave their house. And so they started delivering. Panera, they now deliver. Carabas now deliver. It used to be if you wanted food brought to you, you had two choices, pizza or Chinese. It was pizza or Chinese. Now you can get pretty much everything you want delivered to your home. Why? Because the smart uh, retailers and the smart restaurants and the smart businesses know that we're lazy. And if we have money and not a lot of time, we're going to pick up the phone, we're going to hit that app, and we're going to have stuff come to our house. 
and there's and this retail apocalypse will continue. And in fact, there's another major industry, billion dollar industry that's going to get hit just as hard next. I've got to take a break, but when I uh, when I get back, I'll tell you where the next apocalypse will be. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. Yeah, it is. And it's Friday. It's Friday! Told you. 340-1045. Uh, lots of talk today about the apocalypse, the retail apocalypse and why all these stores are closing. We told you about Toys R Us. Uh, you know about that one. Uh, we also uh, found out yesterday that Winn-Dixie stores, a bunch of them, the Southeastern Grocers, which owns uh, Winn-Dixie stores and a bunch of others, um, choosing to, to shut down something like 50 or 60 stores around Florida and, and uh, the Southeastern United States, which is another. I mean, we've we're, we're got to sit and think, why is all this stuff happening? Is it just uh, because there's this, this move to online retailing? Is it just because people want uh, something that's going to save them time? And convenience is it that these companies, for whatever reason, aren't managing their debt properly? Aren't you know? There's a, a huge media company that just had to file, uh, you know, Chapter 11 bankruptcy because they had massive amounts of debt. Toys R Us that they weren't able to invest in their stores because they were paying off all these loans that they had, and in the end, it just did them in. Three four zero one zero four five. This is Sean in St. John's County. Hi, Sean. Thank you for calling the Marque Show. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. Um, I like your topic today. I, I really think that. A lot of these stores are on the verge of shutting down because they just refuse to bend on what their prices are going to be. And you look online, the prices are so much cheaper. And, you know, I walk into some of these stores, even grocery stores. I walk into Publix, and I'm looking at Tide cost 20 bucks. I can get online for $10. Why would I pay $20 to Publix? Yeah, oh, man, I'll tell you what. I don't know what it is that they put in laundry detergent, but it is ridiculously expensive. Uh, it is ridiculously expensive these days, and I'm not really sure why that is. But you're right. There are ways for you to buy online and save, and it'll be a lot cheaper, and it's a lot more convenient. And that's and we're talking about restaurants, too, doing the same thing. They they see that fewer and fewer people are leaving their house to come out to eat. And so what do they do? They bring the food to them. We'll hire some drivers. We may charge a fee. We may not, but we want to get the food uh, out to you. And, and, you know, you may see more and more restaurants offering that service and also just basically becoming a hub for food preparation and then exporting it out the way Domino's has been doing for years and, and pizza has been going for years. Jerry in Regency, how are you? Doing good. How are you today? Good. What did you want to say, Jerry? Well, I wanted to say that Amazon's a little bit evil and some people don't realize all of that packaging and paper and cardboard uh, environmental effects that they have, and then the data grab from Amazon. Pretty soon you're going to come home, it'll be a bottle of ketchup at your front doorstep, and you go, I didn't order that. And you're going to look in your fridge and go, well, I was low. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, no. Well, no. I know everything about you. No, I know. You're right. And there are some, and you're right about Amazon. Amazon is a huge company, and they do do some things that are just like, they make you go, well, what? For example, do you remember they, they had talked about the Amazon lock, where Amazon drivers would now have the ability to enter your home and leave the package? Pirates, that's another effect. Yeah, and basically what you do is it's a code. You have it, the Amazon driver has it, and, it, you know, if it's a certain time of day or if they're in a 15-minute window, they can type in the code and put in the, put the package right inside. So when you get home from work, your packages are inside your house. They're inside your house. And I have to sit and think to myself, God, that Amazon driver who took a leak in my front yard, what would he, where would he have gone if he had access to my house? 
And that's the thing. You know, look, they are they are always they are always uh, looking for ways to update and make it easier for you to spend money without having to do anything. Now, there's another industry that I believe in the next I want to say five to ten years is going to go through a similar apocalypse because this industry is inconvenient. It's expensive. It's something that a lot of people distrust at this point in time, and it's downright dangerous. And that is the university and college system. Because my wife and I, you know, our kids are, what, 10 and 11, and we already start talking about college and how every single day we, we uh, you know, hear one of our parents, uh, one of our uh, you know, friends talk about what, what's going on at their kid's college or what kind of party they were at. Or you read these stories about hazing and the fraternities and whatever. Yeah. And my wife and I went to college, and we know what kind of dumb things go on there. I did more dumb things in college than I think, you know, the four years that I, well, five years that I was in college than I think I did my entire life combined. And that probably goes for a lot of, and I didn't learn anything. That's the other, I spent a ton of money, like, I mean, uh, probably $100,000 not learning anything and doing stupid things. Is that something I want for my own children? Hell no. You know, my, my daughter, especially, I look at my wife and I go, why, why on earth would we send our daughter away to a place where she can, you know, has access to alcohol, there's parties all the time, you know, she's young. And the, the, when you look at the traditional college environment, unless you're studying to be a doctor or a lawyer or a professional athlete, there's really no reason for you to go to college anymore. Think about it. You can go online and get any of the courses. You can go online and get any of the certifications. You can do it without having to pay extra money for tuition, room, board, parking, uh, travel. You don't have to pay a dormitory. You don't have to live with somebody who you hate, but they put with you because they thought by some algorithm that you two would get along. But really, they're the most obnoxious person in the world. Uh, at least that's what my roommate told me. That there's other things that you don't have to worry about. You don't have to worry about the parties or the hazing. You don't have to worry about spending four years of your life getting a degree because you're working on their time. Now, when you work at home, when you learn on home, when you go online, when you take that course, you can do it in your own time. You don't have to take the summer off. You don't have to go away for spring break. You don't have to waste four years to get a degree that you probably don't even need anyway. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been working in the radio industry for 21 years. Not once has anyone ever asked me what my degree was in. I mean, this is a specialized industry. We don't really, the less, the less talented and, and uh, you know, and schooled you are, the better off you are. But there's a lot of industries where it doesn't really matter anymore. On the job training is what people want. On the people want to know, hey, you, you know what the number one fastest growing uh, section of the workforce is? It's it's social media agencies and social media representatives. People out there are hiring other people to run their social media. You don't learn that sitting in a college. You learn that by picking up a phone and downloading Snapchat and hanging out on it. You know, most of your teenage kids are probably already prepared for the jobs of the future because they're on the phone and they're on social media and they're playing video games. I watched a thing this morning about esports. Esports. This is people sitting in a in a large auditorium or coliseum watching two dudes or two dudettes or whoever, any combination of people playing a video game against each other and cheering and yelling like it's the Super Bowl. And the Eagles just beat the Patriots. Swear to God. And the, this is, you don't have to go to college to get good at esports. I mean, you, it helps if you're in a fraternity or, you know, in a dorm or you stay up all night. But there's there's teenage kids who are already kicking butt. At esports, and that is a multi-billion-dollar business. 
Why on earth would I spend $100,000 to send my kids away to a place that is dangerous, let's face it, probably liberal, and you know expensive that they're gonna they're gonna spend they're gonna pay off for the rest of their lives or I am. It's gonna be the next bubble to burst. It's gonna be the next bubble to burst. And somewhere out there, there's an Amazon of education. It may actually be Amazon. You know what? Come to think of it, Jeff Bezos is probably gonna announce this as immediately after the show. The Amazon University. I guarantee it's out there. They're gonna be the biggest and the best and the cheapest. And it's not going to stop with higher education. Look at these school shootings. Don't you think you would feel safer if your kid were sitting on an iPad in your living room learning stuff than being at a school with no security, with no no locks on the doors, where there's other crazy kids whose parents don't care about them and let them get access to guns running around with mental disorders that the police don't stop and the FBI doesn't stop. And they put, yeah, they put a deputy out there, but he doesn't want to get killed. Wouldn't you feel much safer homeschooling your child with with an iPad and, and you know, some kind of course on television and then taking them out to the park every couple of days so that they aren't socially inept and they aren't just sitting around playing video games? This is the next big business, and th- it's going to destroy every public and private university out there that's charging an exorbitant amount of money. An exorbitant amount of money. You know what the biggest the biggest customers for the um, for the education industry are the banks because that's where the money comes from. You don't write a check for that tuition; you borrow it. And when people start figuring it out that they can get a better education, easier, faster, and cheaper, you know it's going to be it's going to be Harvard, Yale, Princeton. They're going to be the next Toys R Us, Winn Dixie, and any other company that's chosen to file for bankruptcy. Three four zero one zero four five. All right, listen. Uh, I've been yelling and screaming long enough. It's time for you to yell and scream. We got some fake news Friday coming up. Fake news Friday. Oh, that fake news. It's really easy to do. First thing, you have to pick up the phone and dial uh, 3401045. Then you have to tell me if the headline I give you is real news or fake news. If you can guess more than your counterpart, you win a hand-blown exclusive News 1045 WOKV mug. Call now, 3401045. We'll play next on the Marque Show. This is the Mark K Show, News 1045 WOKV, and it's time for Fake News Friday. Oh, that fake news. Yeah, let's jump right into this so we have time for it all. It's uh, John C's, our first contestant. John, are you there? Good morning. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. John? Did I lose you? Mm, sorry. That's okay. We have a second John. There's no shortage of Johns around here. John, you there? I'm here. Oh, good. Yeah, look, John, you defaulted into the game. Congratulations. Uh-huh. I'm the winner already. <laughs> you really are. Uh, hang tight. We're going to uh, get Colleen on the line here. Colleen, you are also a contestant for Fake News Friday. Congratulations and thanks for calling. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are you are so welcome. You're going to be playing against John. John, say hello to Colleen. Colleen, say hello to John. Hello, Colleen. Hi, John. Good luck. You guys are so polite. She almost sounded like she meant that. Uh, all right, Colleen, why, <laughs> why don't we uh, why don't we start with you, okay? Ladies first. I mean, we're not trying to be sexist or anything. We get that women are equal, but we thought, you know, uh, benefited, you know, luck of the draw. John, you cool with that? I am absolutely cool with that. I'm eating my sandwich. Perfect. Uh, here we go, Colleen. I'm going to read you a headline, and then all you have to do is tell me, is it real news or fake news, okay? Okay. Here we go. Movie star Matt Damon announced that he is moving his family to a safe place in Australia because he disagrees with Donald Trump's policies. Is that real news or fake news? I think that could be real news. 
You know what? It was really reported reported in a newspaper, but Matt Damon's people claim that it is false. He's staying right where he is. So unfortunately, that is fake news, but a really good guess. And we've just started. So you have plenty of time. Uh, are you ready, John, for your first question? I am ready. Here we go, John. Uh, your first headline. A cafe in Oakland, California, refuses to serve police officers and asks them to leave the premises. Is that real news or fake news? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say real news. That is real news. Congratulations. The, uh, the big clue there was in the state of California. Uh, but they, they definitely have done that. They say they feel their patrons uh, are safe, feel safer with the police away from the premises than on the premises, which is uh, kind of sad. Anyway, John, you're on the board with a point. Colleen, you ready to make this a ball game? Yes, sir. Here, here we go. Listen carefully. Here is your next headline. A new restaurant in New Orleans is charging white customers more than black customers. Is that real news or fake news? I think that sounds like real news. That You know what? That is real news. It's a pop-up restaurant. And they're calling it a racial experiment. They're, uh, they're serving the same food to two different races. Uh, the black customers get it for $12. The uh, white customers get it for 30 uh, so I don't know how many white patrons they get at that place. Uh, but anyway, there you go. A tie game one to one. Next up, John, are you ready for your headline? Let's hear it. Here we go. Donald Trump Jr. and his wife Vanessa are getting divorced because he found out she secretly voted for Hillary Clinton. Is that real news or fake news? Wow, I just heard that they're getting divorced. Did she really vote for Hillary? I'm asking the questions here. You're giving me the answers. <laughs> I'll say real. You'll say real. No, that's fake. Uh, that is fake, Colleen. Congratulations. Yes, they're getting divorced because he spends way too much time traveling, taking care of the family business. Uh, I don't know who she voted for, but I'm guessing it probably wasn't Hillary Clinton. That's okay. It's a tie game. Colleen, are you ready? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. FBI Director James Comey is charging people $97 each for events on his upcoming book tour. Real news or fake news? I think that sounds like something Comey would do. I'm going to say real news. <laughs> $97 a ticket if you want to go see James Comey talk about his new book. Colleen, that puts you in the lead at 2 to 1. John, are you ready? You can tie it up. And if you tie it up, we'll split that mug right in half. Are you oh, ready? Perfect. All right, listen carefully. John, Oprah Winfrey received a letter from Jesus Christ. Is that real news or fake news? Wow. I'm going to say probably fake. There is a woman in Maine named Jesus Christ, and she recently sent a fan letter to Oprah Winfrey. Her friend Gail King thinks it's the sign she was asking for to run for president. I'm sorry, that's, that's real uh, news, which means, Colleen, oh congratulations. You're a big winner. Good job, Colleen. Yay, bravo. Uh, thanks to both of you. You're both great contestants. i got to get out of here. i got to go celebrate some St. Patrick's Day a day early. Uh, we will be back Monday with an all-new Marque show. Stay tuned. The news, Rush Limbaugh, they're coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.